0: For many of us, tax can be a complex area, and I've been doing tax for over 20 years, and I still find some aspects challenging, to say the least. This is the Tax Taxplaner micro podcast series, where together with our experts, we'll be discussing all things tax, covering everything from transfer pricing, indirect taxes, R&D, ESG, and employment tax. I'm Aaron Tomer and I'm your host for this series. With me today, I have Chris Hawkes, who's a director in our global mobility services team. Chris, it's great to have you on the show. You're going to be discussing tax equalisation from a global mobility perspective. As I understand it, tax equalisation is the established method for ensuring pay and tax parity for global travellers, but it's not that simple, is it? Can you tell us why?
1: Thanks, Aaron. Tax equalisation has been the traditional method for global mobility for a long time. It can be very effective. The language, no worse, no better off, is often referred to as shorthand for tax equalisation. When someone signs up to work in another country, it's really exciting, but those tax implications can quickly dampen that excitement. And this is where this approach steps in. The basics are home country payroll continues, a hypothetical tax is deducted, and in the host country, the employer covers all the host country taxes. I like to think of it as keeping the employee in something like a protective bubble when it comes to tax and the assignment, because it de-risks a lot of the tax issues for an employee. But in recent years, we have seen a change. Tax equalization can be seen as expensive for a company. And as our global workforces change through the generations, we're seeing that more and more people can be incentivized to work globally through other means, more and more of the future workforce want globally mobile roles for their own experience, development and career progression. So we're seeing variations of like tax protection, where the employees only helped if the tax burden is higher in the host location or host pay with some protective benefits. So parity with local pay, but still receiving some allowances with no additional tax burden. And then of course, just full local moves, going completely uh, with pay parity with a local employee and pay delivered direct to the employee in that location. So there's always be a place in global mobility for traditional tax equalization, especially where the local conditions really demand that approach, but it's no longer the sole approach and having a variety of methodologies is now becoming more popular in many organizations.
0: Thanks Chris. So in summary if you have a globally mobile workforce tax equalization can help leave workers in a no worse and no better off situation but this approach can be expensive and increasingly difficult to manage especially as more people are becoming globally mobile and this increases the risk of differentiated pay and tax treatment so one size fits all no longer works and you need to consider a range of approaches to offer your employees fair and equitable pay and tax treatment this has been an enlightening fourth piece to our global mobility mini-series. For our listeners, please tune in again soon for the next episode of The Tax Planer. If you found this content useful, please tune in to www.kpmgbeyond.co.uk to access our other Taxplaner podcasts and a whole lot more. We hope to see you soon.